1: Blog Talk Radio.
0: Grace Radio. Welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Today is May twenty eighth, two thousand and twenty. The time is nine thirty seven. The time is nine thirty seven p.m. and we're in the Apple Valley Studio tonight. We're critically bishop, founder, and overseer of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Blessed My Grace Radio. Tonight is our weekly Food for the Soul Bible Study Session. Tonight we are taking your petitions and your prayers. to. Tonight we are taking all of your thoughts, your prayers, and your concerns. We are literally taking them all in to the house of God tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the men of the hour, the Honorable Dr. Bishop Offermore. God bless.
2: God bless you and rid of your land tonight Amen, this is Dr. Moore Praise the Lord, coming to you, amen On this Thursday night Is to bring you food for thoughts tonight As we now do on Easter Thursday Thank God, amen Get your Bible out We're going to read from the word of God The word of God measures our life We're going to talk tonight, amen From the word of God Thank God for this blessed day that He letting us live, breathe, and moving in our lives. We're going to talk about victorious living tonight. We can live victoriously right here in this present world that we're living in where many people say you cannot do it. People may say you can't be victorious, but the word of God says that we can. And I believe, amen, we should obey the word of God more than we should listen to mankind. In the book of St. John, the 16th chapter, verse 7 through 13, it reads and says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is speedily for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he comes, he will reprove the world of sin. And of righteousness And of judgment Of sin Because they believe Not on me Of righteousness Because I go To my father And ye seek me No more Of judgment Because the prince of this world Is judged. I have Yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it? When he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you unto all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. Galatians 5, 16 and 21. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the thing that you would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the work of the flesh are manifested, which are these adultery, fornicators, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Idolators, witchcraft, haters, virus, immolation, wrath, strife, seduction, hearsay, envy, murder, drunkenness, railing, and such like of which I tell you, before as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Victorious living tonight. We can live victorious, as I say, is right here in this present world. The work of the Spirit in our lives, it enables us to overcome and be victorious In our daily life We can live victorious By the Holy Ghost That lives within our lives We can't live it On our own natural ability Our natural thoughts But it takes The supernatural power of Jesus To come within our lives that we can live a victorious life right here on earth. First Corinthians three and seventeen says, If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. It's very important tonight to know amen that. We don't belong to ourselves, but we have been bought with the price. We are the temple of the living God. And if we defile this temple, God's temple is a holy temple separated from all sin. And if we decide we want to allow sin is to come into God's temple, Then he said he shall destroy, God shall destroy the temple. For the temple of God is holy, which you are. To live a victorious life tonight, we must do it through the spirit of the living God, because God is a holy God. I'm talking about victory over sin." And I have been hearing it for years and still is hearing it today. People say that you can't live over sin. But according to the word of God, if we are obedient children to the Lord, amen, we can live a victory over sin, convicting of sin. Conversations of the flesh of man. Victory over the world. Victory over the spirit of willingness. Victory over the problems of life. Victory over Satan. Victory over false doctrine. Victory over false teaching and victory over false spirits, beloved. The Lord is in able to help us tonight to live a victorious life. The Holy Spirit contains it contains an important role in the life of the believer. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit We we couldn't live a victorious life No matter how hard we try We just couldn't live it But because of the Holy Spirit We can live a victorious life Even after he has been born Even after he has been born again It is not enough to be Brought into a relationship with God Do you have a real relationship with the Lord tonight? That new relationship must be continued In a walk of holiness with God When we are born again, we can't stop there We must continue this relationship This new relationship with the Lord relationship of walking with him in holiness. Holiness without no man shall see the Lord. Christians should understand that it is possible to live a life of victory every day. Oh, yes, it is possible to live a life of victory every day by the spirit of the living God the beautiful plans of salvation, provide not only for the new birth, but for living the new life. Many passions in the Pauline epistle deal with daily Christian living. The other New Testament writers was also concerned that the believers should always live in victory. Salvation becomes necessary when men fail into the slavery of sin. When man falls into the slavery of sin, he needs something to bring him out. He has to have salvation. Because of sin, all was separated from a holy God. Sin separated us. Sin did not allow us to live with Jesus. It separated us from a holy God. Jesus Christ broke down this wall of separation. By paying the penalty for sin and reconciling man to God. Jesus did this for you and I. Look what Jesus had to do. He came and paid the price for sin. He that knew no sin took sin upon him and came down and died for you and I that we can live a victorious life in this present world. If after we have been reconciled to God, we then revert to our former life of sin, Calvary will have been of no avail in our life. After we have come to the Lord, and then come and turn around and leave the Lord. Calvary will have been no available in our life. It's just like we been wasting our time asking God to forgive us. And then we turn around and leave him. See, we got to keep on traveling. This road of holiness, when we come into the new birth, We got to keep on walking with you. Now, under the law, under the law, men were required to be holy. They were required to be holy even under the law. This was very difficult for they had to strive for this holiness by their own strength. Under the law, they didn't have nothing to help them and they had to strive to be holy. That was very difficult for them to do. The law did not provide any enable power. It didn't help them none. But under the New Testament economy, however the Holy Spirit indwells the believer. It enables him To live a victorious life On this side Under grace We got some help But under the law They didn't have no help The Bible tells us What the law could not do In that it was weak The Lord sent his only begotten son Through the flesh It was weak through the flesh The law couldn't save us. The law couldn't redeem us. But God sent His Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, condemned sin in the flesh, that we might live a victorious life, victory over sin. My beloved, at this hour that we're living in now. Are your life in a position that you can say, I am living a victorious life in Christ Jesus? Remember I said, you can't do it by yourself. You can't do it in your own human nature. You're going to need the help of the Holy Ghost. Man in his simplest state is a slave to sin. That's all man is. In his sinful state, he is a slave to sin. You serve your master, and your master is the devil. To whom you yield your servant to, that is to whom serving you are, whether it's unto sin or whether it's unto righteousness. Therefore, he is always subject to dictate other old sentiment nature because he is a slave to sin. Thank God, amen, Jesus freed us from being a slave to sin. Now we can live victorious over sin. But God be thanked that ye were the servant of sin. All of us were the servant of sin. We all just serve sin. Sin, sin. We serve sin. But you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Being then made free from sin, ye become the servant of righteousness. See, when you don't serve sin, you now is serving the righteousness of the Lord. You have become, amen, free from sin, that you become the servant of righteousness. Romans 6, chapter verse 17 and 18. However, when we are born again into the kingdom of God, the claim of the former kingdom, power of darkness, can no longer affect our lives without our consent. When we make this change and we have been born into the kingdom of God. The power of darkness can no longer affect our lives without our consent. We have to allow the devil to come back into our lives. We are the one who has to get weak and open up the doors to let Satan come in and communicate with us. But if we keep that door shut, then I want to say amen. We don't have to allow sin or temptation is to come into our lives. For sin shall have no dominion over you. Sin shall not have dominion over you. Not when you have been born again, when you have been transformed into the kingdom of God, sin should have no more dominion over you. For you are not under the law, but under grace. You're not serving the law anymore. You are under grace, and sin don't have no more dominion over you. Romans 6 and 14 Thank God we can live a victorious life right here in this present world where we're living in right now. Sin is always a work in this world. The end result of sin is death. You can let sin work in your life and you can call yourself having a good time. You can call yourself living it up but the end of sin is death. Meaning that you're going to die. And you're dying without Jesus Christ. That's what sin is. The wages of sin is death. That's what you're going to earn. But the gift of God is eternal life. James 1.15 says, and Romans 6 and 23, this makes it absolutely necessary for us not only to be set free from the guilt of sin, but from our home. Is heaven your home tonight? Are you really striving to see Jesus? It was sin that separated man from God in the beginning. Sin separated man from God. Sin is still separating man from God. That's a bad thing for man is to be separated from God. And it is sin that will separate man from God after he has been born again Sin, amen, will separate you from God After you have been born again After the Lord will wash you in his blood And you decide that was not sufficient enough And you, amen, want to go back and in death into the world Sin will separate you from God And you won't have the Lord living within your life There are many today, amen, that believe that you can do wrong and you still have the Lord in your life. God don't live in sin. My brothers and sisters, the Lord does not live in sin. In the New Testament, we see how God in his abundantly mercy. Provides forgiveness for sins of the past. God will forgive you for sins of the past. But amen. He ain't going to live in your life. And you then ask him to forgive you for your sins. And you continue to live in sin. Romans 6, chapter 3, what shall we say then? Shall we continue to live in sin? That God may by God forbids us as believers is to continue to live in sin when He doesn't call us out of sin. He made full provision in the plan of salvation for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit and grounded in the Word of God you got to get deep in the word of God. If you want to live a victorious life in this present time now, you're going to have to get deep down in the word of God. You're going to have to know the word of God. And it's going to have to manifest itself in your life. It ain't enough to talk about Jesus, but oh, you're going to have to bury your soul down off in Jesus. In order that we... Could live and overcome life. This provision was not made of God's people in the Old Testament. Thank God, Amen. The Lord is helping us. God is showing us some mercy on this side. It, it wasn't made in the Old Testament. They didn't have the same promises that we have. Without convicting. Man will continue in a life of sin Unless the Holy Spirit convicts a man He is going to continue in a life of sin Unaware of their lost condition They, they are not going to even be thinking about their loss They're just going to continue to do wrong Ever what the flesh desires That is what they're going to do does not that does, does measure up, Amen? To our society today, men is living after the flesh, not after the spirit. Convicting of sin made man aware that they are guilty of transgressing the divine law of holiness. You ought to, Amen. You ought to. Realize, amen, when you are transgressing the divine laws of holiness. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit within you and you do wrong, the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost is going to let you know you done crossed the line. You done broke God's law. And you can't live that way in the Lord Because he's not pleased with it You're going to have to repent And allow the Spirit of God Is to restore himself back in you And when he is come Talking about when Jesus is coming Into your life When he is come He will reprove the world of sin And of righteousness And of judgment John 16 and 8, when Jesus was speaking these words, he was here on earth, and the Holy Ghost had not yet come. But he was letting them know that this was a future thing that was going to come. And if man was going to go back with him, if they were going to live a victorious life, it had to be done through the Spirit of God. When the Apostle Paul was brought before Felix, his reason of righteousness, his temperance and judgment to come, the governor was so convinced by the words of this Christian prisoner that he trembled. Paul was in jail, and he was brought before Felix, but he reasoned of righteousness. Temper and government to come, and the government said, "Amen." He trembled at the prisoner. Now you know that was unusual. As and as he reasoned of righteousness and temper and judgment to come, Felix trembled and asked, "Go thou away from this time when." I have a convenient season. I will call for thee. He couldn't deal with Paul in his righteousness. He couldn't deal with Paul in his justice, in his judgment, and his temper. Amen. He says to Paul, amen, I can't deal with you right now. But at a later time, amen, a later season, I'll have to get back with you. Acts 24 and 25 through conviction the Holy Spirit and the written word of God we are brought into the place of divine judgment so that repent we can escape the great and final judgment without conviction power of the Holy Ghost, we would never feel the need for repentance. We need the conviction power of the Holy Ghost. People need the Holy Ghost is to convict them of they sin or they wrong done. To convict someone means to declare him to be legal guilty. You're guilty. You're walking around here, you're calling on Jesus, saying, but you're doing wrong. You're not living right. You are guilty before the almighty God. You're guilty. The word declares all men to be guilty before God. All men is guilty before God. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 23. We all had sinned. Once upon a time and we come short of the glory of God. It was just in the divine mercy of God, he didn't destroy all of mankind. The same word and spirit. Almighty God that convicted the sinner will also convict the saint when he transgressed the holiness of God. The same word that convicts the sinner will convict the saint. When the saint transgressed, amen, the word of God, God brings guilt upon him. Let him or her know you done did wrong. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are my dwelling place. I live within you. And you can't do wrong that I can stay within you. When he transgressed the wholeness of God, if we do not desire to continue suffering the pain of conviction, we need to learn to live victoriously. We need to learn as Christians is to live a victorious life in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Conviction of the flesh, the man. The flesh and man responds to the dictator of flesh and nature. The fleshly man obeys flesh. Let me say that again. The fleshly man obeys flesh. It is a nature which is sinful by birth and shaped in iniquity. It is a nature for the flesh man to sin. Fleshly people is going to sin. Fleshly people is going to do wrong before the Lord. It is their nature. It is common, amen, for a sinner to die. It is common for a sinner is to do wrong. Because amen, he need or she needs conviction in their life. For when we were in the flesh, once we was in the flesh, and what that saying, we used to live after the flesh. We thought like the flesh thought. We did what the flesh desired for us to do. For once, for when we were in the flesh, the motion of sin, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. The motion of sin were bringing death into our life when we were dancing, when we were drinking, when we were smoking. When we were committing adultery, when we were committing fornication, amen, it were bringing death unto us, but we thought we were having fun. When being shot at, sending drugs, prostituting, doing everything, amen, under the sun, we were bringing death, A death sentence was over us. For they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh You can tell a sinner from a saint A saint is going to obey the spirit of the Lord But he if you fleshly You're going to do the things of the flesh But they that are after the, the spirit They're going to do the things of the spirit According to Romans 8 and 5 Now, if you want to live a victorious life, amen, and you have been born again, you must not walk after the flesh, but you must live after the Spirit of the Lord. You might say sometimes it's not no fun to live after the Spirit of the Lord. But let me tell you, your soul is involved. And there is nothing no more important than your soul. I often think of the Bible saying, what would it profit a man to gain the whole world? If if the Lord would allow you to gain all the material things and all the wealth that there was in the world and you lose your soul, what have you gained? But what could you give in exchange for your soul? There is nothing more important than your soul. And we're wasting our souls today. we obey obeying the flesh and line, Death is to take over. And our souls are ending up in hell today. Our souls are not valuable to us. Beloved, wake up your soul. It's very important. Somebody say, that black lives matter? Yes, black lives matter, just like, amen, everybody else's lives matter. And I said that in order to say, if you allow sin to come in your life, sin matters. Jesus died for you to escape sin. Wherefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Come on. The tree is going to tell off by the fruit it bears. If you are in Christ Jesus, you're going to make a change. If you are in Christ Jesus, you don't live all the way after the flesh. If you are in Christ Jesus, you don't do the things of the world. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are going to pass away. All things that you used to do, you just don't want to do them anymore. And behold, all things has become new. You want to live after the Spirit of the Lord. Second Corinthians five and seventeen. It puts a stamp on it. Amen. The Word of God. Amen. Give you assurance. Amen. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Your nature don't want to do the same thing it did. Amen. Before you accepted Jesus within your life. Wherefore are given unto us an exceedingly and great and precious promise. He did give us that amen. That by thee you might be partakers of the divine nature. We are partakers of his nature, the divine nature, having escaped the corruptible that is in the world through the lust. Second Peter 1 and 4, we put on the divine nature that we can escape the lust of the world. Because our mind is on Jesus Christ. The scripture says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Many things happen at the particular moment of our experience with Christ. Many things happen. We are born into the kingdom of God. John 3 and 5. We are born into the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink and party, but the kingdom of God is peace, joy, over in the Holy Ghost. We are baptized into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12 And 13, we are baptized We are buried into the body Of Christ We transform From the judicity Of the law of sin And death To the judicity of the law Of the spirit of life In Christ Jesus We once, amen Was on the death center But now, amen We are under the the center of the law of Christ Amen, we live now Jesus said, I come to give you life and that you may have it more abundantly. Romans 8 and 2. Christ now indwells in us. Ah, my God, can you really say that tonight, that Christ lives within you? Christ now, he indwells within us, according to Colossians 1 and 27. Our body becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 6 and 19, our body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jesus lives within us. That is, amen, he lives within a clean temple, a holy temple, a sanctified temple. Amen. Jesus lives within us. When we were baptized in the Holy Ghost, Jesus indwelleth us by his Spirit. When we were baptized in the Holy Ghost, Jesus come in us. And he comes and live within us as we allow the Holy Spirit to exercise control over us. Godly characteristics such as love, joy, and peace will be evidence in our lives. When you know, amen, that you have been changed again, you're going to amen. See such things as love. When you know, amen, you couldn't love in the beginning. Before, amen, you were saved, you had that hatred built up in you. Before you were saved, amen, you didn't have no joy. You was miserable. You didn't have no peace. But now you got love. You got joy. You got peace. Which is, amen, amen. Uh, It will be evident in our lives We put on a new nature A brand new nature I'm talking about saints of God Now we put on a brand new nature We We can live victorious In this present world It is important to explore the aspect Of redemption That makes us a new creation In God A good understanding of the new nature will lay a strong foundation for victorious Christian living. We ought to have a strong foundation. You ought not have no weak foundation. And amen, we have a strong foundation because Jesus Christ himself laid that foundation. My God, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing a regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. It, was by, it wasn't by the uh, 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 works of righteousness, amen, that saved us, but amen, it was by the power of Jesus. It was by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, Titus 3 and 5 you got to receive that Holy Ghost. My God, the Apostle Paul spoke of the sins of the men of the world. He described the change that took place when he was born again. And such were some of you. But you are washed. But you are sanctified. But you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the Spirit of God, my God, you've made a great change according to 1 Corinthians 6 and 11. For as many of you as have been baptized unto Jesus, you've put on Christ. If you've been baptized into Jesus, you've put on Christ. You've put on Jesus. Galatians 3 and 27. Put him on. Put on righteousness. Put on holiness. Put on joy. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? It had to be Jesus. Only Jesus can deliver us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, Colossians, amen, 1 and 13, it was Jesus did this. Jesus, amen, has translated us into the kingdom. We are kingdom children. We are kingdom children. We are not worldly children, but we are kingdom children. The land dwelling, Holy Spirit produces within our lives the fruit of the Spirit. The new nature Show forward Own image In the life of the believer If a person is truly born again His life will manifest The characteristics Of the new nature You won't see a man of change If a person is really truly born again And not just talking from his His, his, his lips But his heart has been changed you're going to see the manifestation. It is automatically natural, consequently consequently, uh, living a spiritually feel life. Without the spirit, a person cannot produce the fruit of the spirit. You're going to have to have the fruit. you will going to have to have the spirit to produce the fruit of the spirit. Your life tells how you are living. Your life produces your fruit. Nobody has to tell you how you're living in Jesus. Your life fell off on you. If the spirit is permitted to control the man, the fruit of the spirit will produce in his life. This will allow man to see Jesus in the believer. If you're living right, people are gonna see Jesus. If you are producing the right kind of fruit, the right kind of words are coming from your mouth. You going men go see Jesus. Let your light shine. Let your light shine before man. That man can see the Lord in your life and turn and glorify your father which is in heaven. Your life is an example. It is interesting to notice that the nine segments form one fruit. It indicates that one portion of fruit cannot be having without the other. Each part of the end produces the Holy Spirit in our lives. But the fruit of the spirit of love is joy. Do you have that love? Do you have love, first of all? Do you have joy in the midst of this pandemic? Amen. Do you have joy? Do you have peace? Are you a long suffering? Do you have gentleness? Do you have goodness? Are you do you have faith? Do you have meekness? Do you have temperance? Are you under control? Against church there is no law. That is the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Victorious and blessing Krishna. They live. The lies come when we surround, surrender, and give the new nature the dominant place in our life. We are to daily crucify the in nature and its lust. Not saying, Amen, that, Amen, these spirits don't come to our mind. Yes, they come to our mind. We still humor. But, Amen, when they come, we rebuke them. We crucify the flesh. We bring the flesh back under subjection. When we allow the will of Christ to be over our will, we can crucify the flesh with its lust. Listen, when Jesus was down here on earth, what did he say? Father, not my will, but let thy will be done. We got a will today, praise the Lord. And we ought to be saying that amen. In the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of amen, our living for Jesus, not our will, but let your will be done. It's the will of God be done within our lives. Victory over the spirit of wilderness. Though we have become believing through obedience, Obedient to the gospel We continue to live In this world With its sinful Environment The Lord leads us here For a time As a witness To those who live About us Though we live In the world The desires of the world Are not long Our desires Living in the midst of sin, we do not desire the things of sin. Listen to Dr. Moore tonight saying, God bless you. We can live a victorious life. My time is out. I wish I could share more with you. But until another day, may the good Lord richly bless you. Thank
0: you for coming from Dr. Moore tonight. We are so appreciative that you guys all listened in tonight. We say thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. We will be back next week on stay and Thursday. But if you're on Sunday, you're on Facebook, and you can go to Blessings by Grace Radio Facebook page, please tune in. We are going to be on there as well on the Facebook page on a Sunday morning at 11.30 a.m. Uh, we will be doing virtual Facebook church again. We appreciate you, and we say thank you. Thank you, and thank you again. God bless you. Good night, and may the Lord keep you. Bye-bye.
2: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.